everyone, and welcome to Meet the Masters, only available on Wedding Podcast Network. I'm your host, Robert Allen, and this Meet the Masters is what we like to call a special edition Meet the Masters, where from time to time we bring you uh, some special situations that uh, some wedding professionals have been involved in, and this is just one of those situations. So today I'll be joined by a few guests, and we'll be talking about uh, something that took place uh, in New Jersey. Uh, involving uh, the New Jersey branch of the Association of Bridal Consultants, uh, where uh, we talk about uh, giving back, the wedding community stepping up and doing something that uh, uh, is really uh, so incredibly important uh, in certain people's lives. And and we'll get more into that. But I want to introduce two of our guests uh, right now. Uh, I'm with the state coordinator, of the New Jersey Branch Youth Association of Bridal Consultants, Candace Benson. Candace, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. And also joining us uh, is uh, uh, another uh, wedding professional, a part of uh, the New Jersey ABC, who was the uh, media chair for this uh, event, Rhonda Bassett-Rivera. Hi, Rhonda. Hi, Robert. Thank, thank you, you for having us. Well, thank you uh, so much for being here. So what we're talking about here is um, a situation where uh, you, as, as wedding professionals, were, became aware of a situation where uh, a bride who was in the, the beginning stages of planning her wedding um, was uh, stricken by cancer, and uh, dealing with that uh, on top of planning a wedding, as anyone knows, uh, can be quite stressful, and uh, for some people, depending on their condition, unachievable. So you guys found out about this situation, and uh, why don't you kind of take us uh, right at the beginning and, and uh, talk a little bit about how the, the, the wedding professionals that are part of the New Jersey ABC stepped up uh, to help. Well, um, I was at an ABC luncheon at Orange Lawn, and I was seated, seated next to Eric Kent, who is with NJWedding.com, and Eric had been approached by um, Tina's sister. Tina is the bride, and her sister Jennifer had approached him about a wedding for her sister. She has metastatic breast cancer, and he he is a a media person here in New Jersey. Mm -hmm. So I brought the, um, I thought it was a very good cause, and as I'm friends with Candace, even though we were both wedding consultants here in New Jersey, we are members of the ABC, we're friendly competitors, I guess we would right. say, <laughs> and Candace is the um, state chair for the NJ ABC, so I brought it to Candace, and I said, Candace, do you think this is something that we, as a New Jersey branch, could do for this bride who obviously is in distress and in need of, of some help? So that's how it all started out. For people who aren't a part of the wedding industry, they don't really quite understand um, just how emotional uh, we, you know, our jobs can get as wedding professionals. And when you throw this into the mix, uh, you know, it just kind of ratchets that up. Uh, Candace, what were some of the reactions that you were getting from from vendors in wanting to help in this? Was it a, a was it tough to get people to, to come on board and, and want to step up uh, and, and assist? No, not at all, actually. We had um, a wonderful response from our vendor members. Um, we have uh, a great group of people that are members of our New Jersey ABC chapter. And um, they the minute I called uh, or sent an email to any of them explaining the situation, they uh, stepped up right away and said, Candace, whatever we can do to help. Um, and, you know, from there, it just literally every meeting we had with Tina um, and Paul to go over what it was they were looking for for the wedding. There were no 
um, you know, limitations. They really just were looking to give, you know, this couple really the wedding that they were looking for and they were, were you know, planning and, and uh, that they were great in stepping up and doing that. And, and just so our listeners understand, virtually every component of the wedding day, uh, except for the wedding reception itself, was given to the to the bride and groom uh, with just some small incidental um, charges along the way, which is That's when you right. think about it, just incredible to have all of these professionals step up and do this, uh, and to hear that there was you know wasn't that resistance is is remarkable. Right, and and it, it, to your point, it really covered the gamut from you know the initial invitations all the way through you know to the favors, including you know the tall centerpieces, linens that were uh, provided to us, favors that were provided to us. Um, everything was was given um, through rental companies, through the officiant, through the photographers. Um, everyone just gave you know of themselves, of their time, and and did whatever they could do to to make this a wonderful day for Tina and Paul. And do you think that uh, you know? I mean, obviously, um, you know, situations like this have existed for for decades. Um, why are we seeing this now um, in terms of of people actually stepping up and putting this into action? Is there, is there anything behind it that you think that that is is kind of making it surface now for us? I think that the wedding community wants to give back, and I really feel that they are looking for ways to help people because we are so blessed in what we do. Um, as wedding professionals, we go out there and we make people's dreams come true. And it's a, it's a really wonderful experience to be able to do that, but to actually give back to someone who is obviously in, in need, um, it really makes for a wonderful feeling. And I think that the wedding community is out there trying to make for people's dreams to come true. And and I think part of it as well is, you know, given the, the time that we're in and, and sort of the market we're in and everyone, um, you know, I feel like we're always hearing the, the bad side of all of the stories lately, right? The market is down, business is down, everyone's, you know, grim. And um, I really think that within our um, industry, uh, we're, we're never grim, right? Because we celebrate and that's what we do. We plan uh, parties and we plan, you know, the best days of couples' lives. And I think that we we're just um, it was another way for us to just show sort of New Jersey of course but you know anyone that the story reached that you know it doesn't always have to be the sad story that it can be you know the, the happy story and and um, and of course although this can't be you know in the very end a, a true happy ending at least it was for them for this moment and through things like this that have come off successfully this trend and we hope it's not a trend that it just kind of turns into something that's being done is spreading all over the country uh, in, in, um, in wanting to reach out and help people uh, in these situations. You want to talk a little bit about that? Um, definitely. And I think that, um, you know, in we see now the trend towards um, other organizations that are uh, coming out, um, such as you Wish Upon a Wedding, um, a national organization that's looking to provide um, weddings uh, for terminally ill patients that may not be able to plan those or fund those themselves. Um, so it's definitely something that's getting national attention uh, as well. And we're just you know, proud that we were able to put something together so quickly and, and so beautifully here in New Jersey locally, um, just within our own membership. And it just shows that the members here are, are willing to step up and, and be part of you know, such a great cause. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, I, I really commend uh, all of the vendors who were involved uh, in, in this uh, particular event. And, of course, we will have 
uh, a list of everyone who was involved uh, in this uh, project uh, listed in the show notes on our website. So make sure that you come and uh, and visit us uh, there. But, uh, you know, really it, it makes me proud uh, to be part of the wedding industry, to see things like this uh, go on. And, and it and it happened successfully. You know, we're talking about a wonderful wedding, and and, and coming up, we've got a, a couple of other guests that are going to be joining us to talk uh, a little bit more about what went on. But this wasn't, you know, some small scale, uh, you know, out of the way kind of thing. This was a full blown June, you know, prime wedding That's season. Right. If there is a wedding season, Saturday night. Saturday That's night. Right. Um, uh, this was a real, real, true to life uh, East Coast. That's right. East uh, Coast, yes. Yeah, definitely an East Coast wedding. There was, you know, no, no holds barred, as they say. Exactly. Um, the the New Jersey ABC members were very, very generous. They donated approximately thirty thousand dollars worth of services and goods um, for this wonderful wedding. You know, there was lighting. I know Candace talked about this a little before. There was lighting at this wedding. Beautiful um, centerpieces, DJ. Um, There's live music for the ceremony, which was at uh, a beautiful garden. Um, it was it was very creative, and it was a very, just a beautiful event. I'm, I'm sure you had people that wanted to help that you kind of didn't need their help you know you had more than than you could handle was that an issue with anyone we, we actually did have uh, quite a few people that stepped up once they uh, heard about it given that we tried to do this in a fairly uh, short time frame we did sort of reach out to those uh, members that you know we we have uh, you know relationships with the most and we did ask them to donate and, and I, as I mentioned everyone that I reached out to said yes so when it came to other vendors reaching out to me to say, Candace, I heard we're doing this. I definitely uh, let the membership know it was something we were doing. So I had a lot of people that reached out and said, let me help, let me help. So uh, we did relay to them that it's something that we're looking to possibly do as well uh, within the New Jersey chapter in the future, uh, so that uh, just to hold on and that we would definitely come reach out to them in the next one. So. Well, you know, I'm proud to know you guys and uh, uh, really, uh, you know, fabulous that, that uh, you were able to pull all of this together and, and make it happen. So uh, hats off to, to both Thank of you. Thank you. Thanks, Robert. An event like this doesn't just happen all by itself. It, it is made possible by the vendors that participated uh, and, and helped to make this a success. And, and joining us now are uh, two of the vendors who were an integral part of, of, of this wedding, both uh, as it happened and for uh, for years to come. So joining us now is the officiant, Julie Laudacina. Thank you for joining us. You're welcome. Happy to have you here. And the photography team that uh, helped to document uh, this very special event. Uh, Timothy Glenn, photographers of Ridgewood, um, New Jersey. We're, we're joined by uh, Timothy Camuso and Glenn Maida. Guys, thanks for, uh, for being here. Thanks for having us. Nice to be here. Let's talk about first... Um, uh, before we get into the kind of the, the, the role that you played in this uh, in this wedding, uh, why did you, uh, Julie, decide to uh, get involved when you heard about this? Well, the first um, draw for me was to work with Candace because I've gotten some of the, my most interesting work uh, with her. So when this wedding has been about giving back. And so part of it was I wanted to give back to her as a colleague. And I think many of us do those kinds of things for each other in the industry. 
And then as she described this couple to me, um, I thought this was something that I would like to do to be of service to them. And uh, understanding this is sort of a bittersweet, wonderful, sad, um, interesting opportunity to do something that would be meaningful and very helpful for them. Now, had you done anything like this before? No. And as I got to the day when I was going to meet the couple, I was riding down the Garden State Parkway thinking, what in the world am I doing? Mm. This has got to be one of the most difficult interviews that I've ever done. And it turned out to be absolutely delightful. As photographers, um, did you know right away that you wanted to, to be involved when you heard about this? Was it something that you even had to discuss, you know, the two of you? No, we really didn't. Uh, we've worked with Candace for years and, uh, and the ABC, and uh, all she had to do was ask, and, and we, were, we were definitely going to do it. It wasn't a question of, of not doing it. Mm-hmm. And then when we met the couple, it was a no-brainer. I mean, yeah. they were fantastic. Julie, how is it for you as, as an officiant where in, in almost every case, you know, you're walking into a situation where you're, you're, you're doing this and you're looking at this couple and saying, you know, they hope they've got a hundred years together. Whereas with this couple, you knew that wasn't going to be the case. Um, does that change how you approach, uh, the, the wedding ceremony itself? Well, I'm, I guess it was part of my own mental preparation to meet them that I decided not to think about it too much. And I met them in, uh, Tina's apartment, and you know there she is. She's clearly ill. He's attentive and loving. Her mother is there, and all of a sudden I realized they're laughing and having a good time. So I decided to kind of do a flip in my head, and I treated them like any other couple that was interviewing me and talking about their wedding ceremony. And you know they know this is bad. I know that that. Life is precious for her what time she has left. But the questions that I asked them and their responses, it all of a sudden it just didn't seem like this was a difficult situation. I was talking to Tina and Paul who were getting married, and we were talking about the procession, about the readings they wanted, what, did, what words did they want included in their vows, um, how, were they, how could we include their daughters in the ceremony. And it was fun for me because... They were joking among themselves, and I remember that her mother finally said, you know, if we can't laugh, we're really in trouble here. And so then I realized that I could kid with them a little bit. Um, I'm always pleased when a groom is interested in the ceremony, and Paul was very interested in including a ritual that I was going to suggest for them because I knew that it didn't involve movement, and Tina can't walk, so... um, it's called a ritual called hand fasting, and he'd heard of it, and we talked about how that, what the symbolic elements would be in, involved. And, you know, I walked out of there thinking, okay, what was I, th- I was thinking this was going to be so hard, and it was absolutely a delight. So I didn't treat them in, with some, in some minor considerations. I just finally ended up not treating them any differently from any other couple I work with. And the ceremony you performed didn't reflect any any uh, of the fact that they, they had such a short time together. Was that did that come into play at all during the ceremony? I, I didn't use that in the words, but there were certainly elements of the ceremony 
that were there because of the situation. Um, I remember a couple weeks before the ceremony, Candace and her staff sent out a notice. Does anybody have an idea how we can get Tina into the ceremony? She doesn't want to come in in a wheelchair. So I grinned and said, there's my girl. She's gutsy. She wants to do something different. And we all sent back ideas. Um, I was suggesting a float from a parade, kind of going off on the celebration idea. And it turned out they ended up, someone found something called um, a dolly, which is used sometimes in Indian weddings where to carry the, to carry carry the, the bride. bride in. And the groomsmen carried her in. And that also made me chuckle because the groomsmen were such an eclectic bunch of guys. One was big, one was small, and you know, here they were struggling to keep this thing kind of even and comfortable. The ground was uneven as they brought her in, but it was just really touching. So, of course, her arrival at the ceremony was clearly related to um, her health situation. And in some ways, um, as I approached looking at the words, um, I said something like, um, making every minute count mm -hmm. with clear eyes, um, with hope to move mountains. So there are some subtle things that were said that related to the situation, but in general, um, they wanted the tone upbeat, and that was not hard for me to do. When you guys were, were called upon to do this, you know, once you, you met the bride, the couple, and, and everything went well, and you knew you were going to be responsible that day for documenting this life stage event. Um, did you approach it any differently, knowing what you knew at that point? I think leading in, we, we didn't, outside of a few logistical concerns, um, but clearly on the day of, we, we did. Um, Tina had spent the, the evening before in the emergency room, so there were some logistical concerns if she was going to even be up to the task of, of, of attending her entire wedding. Um, so we were obviously cognizant of that and wanted to make sure we got all the key photography done early in the evening. Her illness, while that was clearly always in the background, um, we really tried to make a conscious effort of covering the event like it was any other wedding. Um, Ultimately, we're telling stories. We're trying to tell a story. This is another story. Uh, you know, that to, to be told. So mm -hmm. you, you do try to, I can, I can, I can say, uh, I tried not to let it affect, but, uh, but it does, it just does. And, right. and the, the, when she danced uh, with her dad, um, you know, typically I want to get reactions. Uh, maybe Tim focuses on, on them on the, on the floor, but I was caught up just like everybody else, I think. And I was forgetting to shoot, um, and I almost forgot to get reactions. I believe I did because I, I, I did salvage it. But I really was. I, I uh, afterwards I was like, oh my god, I didn't. You know, I, yeah. because I just got caught up. It was it was just moving to me. It, it yeah. didn't affect me. So yeah, and you, you know, in retrospect and looking back now and looking at the images, um, it was a good thing. Yes, I mean, it was it was something that was positive. That if you had the opportunity to do, you would do again. A hundred times. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And um, what was the reaction of the couple when they saw some of these images? We haven't spoken <laughs> to the couple since uh -huh. uh, the wedding, actually. But um, 
I mean, for us, uh, knowing how important these images are for any couple, but right. specifically for this situation or situations like this, this is the first family heirloom. This is a, a document not just of their day, but of the beginning of their life together, however long or short that may be. And since they both have children, we wanted them to remember their parents like this, enjoying themselves and having a wonderful time and not, you know, any other right. point in her illness where um, it may not be as positive of a memory. Right. So, you know, going the day of the wedding, that was clearly um, a driving factor to try to focus on those on those hot, happy moments. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's a great perspective, and, and I, I commend uh, uh, all of the vendors who stepped up to, uh, to make this day special for a couple who was um, uh, not in a very good situation, and, and uh, for everyone to come together and work together as a team and, and uh, to give them so much, uh, I, I think really, uh, you know, thank you doesn't even quite cover it. But again, it, it makes me proud to be uh, part of, of the wedding industry when I hear things like this and and just so that our listeners know we will have a list and it's a long list of uh, of all the vendors who participated uh in in this event uh in addition to uh uh to our guests here today uh in the studio so so again you know thank you all for for elevating uh the wedding industry another uh, few notches um it's it's always something that uh, I, I'm very proud of. And thank you for, for sharing the story with us today. Candace, if people want to uh, find out more about uh, uh, the ABC, how would they go about doing that? So there are two ways to find information. I would say nationally uh, they could visit our website um, at www.bridalassn.com. That's the national uh, ABC website. We also do have a local website here in New Jersey where uh, vendors or consultants can reach out for more information and brides as well can reach out to find uh, some of the vendor members or consultant members in their area that are members. Uh, and the way they would do that is at uh, www.newjerseyabc.com. And Rhonda, as we were just saying before, uh, when we talk about the association, it's not just uh, wedding planners, it's, it's wedding vendors in general. Right. The um, national ABC or international ABC um, is comprised of, of bridal consultants as well as vendor members. Um, there's a lot of education that's available. Um, there's a code of ethics that we adhere to as members of the ABC. And it's definitely the organization um, for brides to find their vendors, including bridal, uh, bridal assistants, bridal assistants, my goodness, bridal consultants, mm -hmm. <laughs> or um, any vendor member. Um, of the ABC. Yeah, well, I, again, I, I commend uh, uh, both of you and, and the entire team that, that made this such a, a success. And, and I know it's, it's really only the beginning of, of more uh, great things to come. So I, I thank you both for, uh, for being a part of it. And I thank all of our guests today on the show. If anyone has any questions or comments, you can email us. Our email address is feedback at the WPN.com. That's feedback at T-H-E-W-P-N.com. Or you can call our listener hotline, which is 800-882-1259. You've been listening to this special edition of Meet the Masters, only available on Wedding Podcast Network. I'm Robert Allen. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.